Welcome to The Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career or build your business. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Here, we speak the truth. Here, we challenge ideas. Here, we give ourselves grace. And along the way, we also have a little fun. Welcome to the village. Welcome to this week's episode of the Rutledge Perspective podcast. And I am thrilled to have my friend Toby Brown as my guest this week. You guys are going to love this woman. We met in a mastermind class um, as we were both getting our businesses off the ground. And so I... I just can't wait for you guys to hear her story and to hear what she's doing now. And so I'm going to give you a little bit as usual of her bio and we'll include stuff in the show notes as well. So you'll get a chance to do that. Um, So I'll read that and then we'll welcome Toby. So Toby Brown's mission is to motivate others to use their gifts and talents to create solutions that serve others well. Her consulting firm, Curated Brilliance, is her vehicle for carrying out this mission. Toby works with entrepreneurs event producers, and influencers to refine how they show up so that they can attract and serve the people who will most benefit from what they have to offer. Toby, welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. Yay. Hi, Laurel. I'm so honored that you invited me to come and talk with you today. Oh, I'm just, I am so excited. I'm like, you know what? I've had Toby on my list forever. I need to just reach out to Toby. And there was something that happened that day. I'm like, okay, look, <laughs> we need to talk and I need to get you on this show. Because I think, you know, the journey, I mean, because we had some great conversations, right, about the corporate to entrepreneurship thing. And, and the journey is so similar, but also kind of that, that triumph, right? I really think it's important for people to hear that and to hear that it's not been perfect and it's not easy. But if you're sitting in that purpose and sitting in that passion, you just kind of work through that madness, right? Yeah. So maybe let's start with this. Tell people a little bit more about Curated Brilliance, and then we'll kind of back into how that started and the name and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Well, um, today, Curated Brilliance shows up where we're needed. It's it's a largely referral-based business. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had the honor of working with some pretty significant influencers and actors. And basically, at the crux of what I do is to help people communicate their stories effectively Um, which allows them to align with the right partners, which allows them Mm -hmm. to reach out to their audience. So I always say that I like businesses to have a soul and that's what I want entrepreneurs to create. So where is the heart? Let's look beyond the commodity and into the heart and soul of your business. So that's what I I get the pleasure of helping people to uh, uncover. Oh, I love that. It's like I tell people, I need you to lead with your heart, but act with your head right? So don't lose who you are and why you're doing this. Let's just be strategic about it, right? So yeah, there's a balance, right? So so let's talk a little bit about kind of how you got there, how you got to Curated Brilliance. And we had talked about it when we first met, but maybe give people a little bit of your backstory. Okay, well, Let's see, how far back do I want to go? I'll, <laughs> I'll give you, well, I'll go far, far back, but I'll make it quick okay. at the same time. So, um, you know, as a, as a child growing up in Detroit, I always knew that 
like I wanted to be a businesswoman. Like I, that's how I would play. I would play business and sit up at a like set up shop at a puzzle table, yeah. be moving papers around and right. you know, so I'm like, this is this is what I'm meant to do. However, mm-hmm. you know, life gets in the way and you start looking at other things. And so you end up on a path that is different from what your little mm-hmm. self imagined you doing, because you know, mm-hmm. as we are um known to do we turn down the volume of that intuition and that inner guidance and we say you don't know what you're talking about because that doesn't make sense or dollars so no i'm not yes um (laughs) so that that was kind of where i was and that's how i ended up in this kind of you know circuitous professional Mm -hmm. journey uh which took me from engineering at Verizon way back in the day to trade association work on the Hill in DC to just all of these things and all of these responsibilities that just kind of tickled what I really feel my superpower, my divine gifts are. Um, Mm -hmm. And so one day I got to the point where um, I had to make some tough, well, not really tough. I had to recognize the, I'm going to use this word because I can't think of a better one right now, but the damage, the damaging yes. impact of not occupying your place in the world, like your mm-hmm. place, not like yes. it looks good. Um, and so I got to that point where I realized that I was very out of alignment with mm-hmm. um what I could best do and how I could best show up in service in this lifetime. And uh, that kind of created for me um, a necessity to like get Mm -hmm. in better alignment with purpose. And so that happened through lots of manifestation and like a semi unbelievable stories about how I got to walk away from my last job and and do this, but Mm -hmm. you know, here we are. So it was a, it's a calling many years in the making um, going yeah. through that process of of learning and doing other things and really getting to that point where you see, like, if I continue along this path, I'm going to have so many regrets. And yes. I don't want that. So let yes. me pivot, pivot into the purpose. So that's kind of what happened. <laughs> you know, I love that. And just, just so many. So I, I'm like, okay, what do I ask her first? So here's here's the first thing. You said something that I think is really, really important. You knew you wanted to be a businesswoman from the time you were little. Yes. And then life happens and we stop listening to that intuition because it's either, no, that's not right. That can't be right. Or that's, you're not going to make any money doing that. And we start doing what we're supposed to do or what we're, we've been trained to do. Tell me, let's talk about that because I think so many people lose that little voice inside that says, no, 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 this is what you should be doing. And some of that is, I want to be a CEO and that's what they do, right? Some of it's entrepreneurship, but talk a little bit about how you, how you would maybe help people say, wait, pause and get back to that thing that you knew when you were little. Mm. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's okay. Where do I start? So Laurel, we know what we know, like we, there's knowing intellectually. And then there's that knowing that takes place energetically in the soul or however you you want to describe it. So if all of us, um, I'm going to say this are honest with ourselves, Mm -hmm. we know that there is that 
that thing, that calling, mm -hmm. that that unction or whatever it is that like you are so out of alignment. You're sad. Yeah. Your soul is all crushed. Look how you're mm -hmm. like you might have success and you can say I've done this and I can wear this and I've gone to this place. But you know, like that knowing, knowing that like yes. internal knowing tells you that you're out of alignment. And so then we come to this decision point. Mm -hmm. I'm out of alignment. I'm unhappy. My soul is crushed. What am I going to do about it? Yeah. But what what do am I going to do? So what we picked up along the way are these belief systems, whether it's yeah. from our parents who told us, you know, baby life is hard, especially right. for you as a as a woman of color, like you got a hard yes. for you. So it's like, but you know, in my purpose, like playing felt like ease, yeah. like there was ease and joy yeah. there. Wait, that's not my experience, right? I'm mm -hmm. supposed to like be struggling and like scraping and, and yes. my way to some semblance of a meaningful and decent life. And so there's mm -hmm. that, and that's play. Yes. That's all there's the fear, like, wait a minute. So I came this far. So I really don't want to go back, especially for those of us who came from environments where, you know, they weren't favorable, like poor education right. systems and just like no amenities. It's just like mm -hmm. hair bones. It's like, I don't ever want to go back to that. Right. I really want to like leave this because at least here I have, you know, this false sense of stability. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there is kind of that guilt trip. Like this would be so irresponsible. You've studied a million hours to get those yes. free. You've yes. like, gone through these processes and you over delivered at work so that you mm -hmm. can ascend to some level you could get an office hopefully with a window right and, <laughs> and now you're saying like I just want to be at home in front of my MacBook and I'm gonna figure out how to show up and serve other people and so it's yeah. like that's not no matter how profound the awareness is that you're out of alignment yeah. it does not make good sense to make those pivots a lot of times, especially yeah. considering the sweat equity and the sacrifices that have gone yes. into, um, you know, allowing us to reach whatever level of mm -hmm. success we've reached in corporate. Mm -hmm. That God, that's so good because I just had this conversation with someone not too long ago. It's, you know, when you talk about the industrial revolution, right? It was we went through this whole industrial revolution. We were building things as a country, right? There was manufacturing and all of that. And, and then families started saying, but we want our kids to do better. And that do better meant, I don't want you working in a factory, which sounds really good. But the unintended consequence of that is then you had a whole generation of people that blue collar work wasn't good work. That wasn't doing better, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing, I think, in communities of color, you know, on the one hand, our parents and our communities are like, run harder, be better. It's going to be tough. Just do it. And, and you can make it, but, you know, be ready because it's, it's just, it's going to be tough. And I think they did it because they wanted us, one, they wanted us to work hard, but they also wanted to manage our expectations because the playing fields were not level and they still are not, right? But the unintended consequence of that is this training, right, to just, Harder, better, faster, more, climb the ladder, get the job, get the title, get the, that that's what success means. It's almost like, like you said, this tape that plays. Mm -hmm. 
right? That's not necessarily true. It may be experientially factual, but the story in and of itself is not necessarily true. And so that idea of, of being able to sit into, but this doesn't feel, I get it and I can do it, but it doesn't feel right. Feels like there should be something else, whether that's a different company, right? A different job or doing your own thing. How did you like kind of get to that conclusion where you're like, I hear what everybody's saying, right? Are you crazy? What do you mean you're leaving? But this is really it. How did you get yourself to kind of just take that leap and say, you know what? No, it's it's just time. It's just time. Well, this is this is where I see a lot of um, you know, divine help and alignment and synchronicity yeah. in, in this particular part of my journey. So um so I became a full-time entrepreneur in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2016, while carrying out my responsibilities for my job, mm-hmm. I um I had a life-threatening allergic reaction. And mm-hmm. I didn't think I was gonna make it back home. I thought, okay, mm-hmm. so this this is how it ends. And mm-hmm. what I like to tell people is that in those moments, which I thought were my last, like last yeah. breaths, which what are you gonna do? My mom was still, you know, on this side in the land of the living. Yeah, my mommy, because I didn't want yes. anyone to tell her what happened. And then I was like, and then and then the dread started. My family. Mm-hmm. And then it was like all the things I didn't do. It wasn't like me applauding or like going, look, at least you're going out with these accomplishments. It was Mm -hmm. like, I totally misused this time. And I was like, Mm. I know I was meant to do this, this, this. So that is the film that I watched in the back of the ambulance. Like, yeah, you're not going to do that business. So you're not going to write the book. So you're not going to blah, blah, blah. Like all of those soul, those, those things, the soul or whatever you want to say was like, you know, you're meant to write. I mean, I'm just going to keep coming back and telling you to write. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm going to get to it, but you don't, (laughs) don't. we we don't know. And that, and that whole lesson where, you know, we know, like we're mortal. We know that one day all of this is over yet. We continue to show up like we have mm-hmm. infinite time. And so, yes. so that kind of started this, started these wheels turning for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I enjoyed what I did. I worked with brilliant people um, mm-hmm. in an exciting industry and not, but, and I'm going to do more. Yeah. There's something else for me. This as wonderful as it is, does not fulfill my purpose. That's not why I'm mm-hmm. here. So it doesn't mean it's not a good thing, but it's not my best thing. It doesn't, it doesn't fulfill that. my purpose. Oh, I love that. It doesn't mean it's not a good thing. It's just not my best thing. I hope y'all caught that listeners. I hope you caught that. It's not my best thing. Oh, I love that, Toby. I love that. And so how, you know, so you're talking with entrepreneurs now, right? And so you're helping people get their message out and what is their voice and how are they showing up so that they can really step into this thing, right? Step into their best, their zone of genius. As you did this journey for yourself, because you've had some, we've talked about that. You've had some different lines of business that you've done and some things that were really exciting, some things that you're like, eh, we're going to streamline that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Even talk about that as we walk into that purpose. It's not that we, we might know what it is, but we don't really know how that's all going to play out. And that ability to kind of remain 
flexible and listen to what we know we're supposed to be doing as opposed to then getting back in that trap of, yep, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and here's what everybody tells I need to do. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Thank you, Laurel. So, I mean, this, I'm not, don't think I'm firing shots here, but I will <laughs> say this, I will say yeah. this, and I say this in some of my marketing, there are a thousand and one coaching programs. Yeah. There are so many systems that are going to get you that $10,000 month and over my day. Yes. There, it's all the things. And this is not saying that those things don't work. This right. is saying that, and I think you can attest to this, there yeah. are no shortcuts. There, right. there are no shortcuts. You can have all the knowledge, pay for all the top-notch programs, but until mm-hmm. you go through that process of incubating, yes. delivering that baby, then it's like you you've made some great investments. You've gotten so yeah. much knowledge and maybe year yeah. four or five, you're going to actually, it's going to click and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. But, but why did I do that four years or three years ago? So, right. um, so, you know, so when you, when you get to the point of making that decision, it's like, mm-hmm. don't believe the Instagram hype. Sorry, Instagram. Yes. Don't believe you just need a decision and a MacBook and a cute desk and a pink pen yep. and winning. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I won't even show you what my desk looks like right now. It's not cute. Right? Yes. Mine <laughs> but, either. So entrepreneurship isn't you know, unless I'm doing something wrong and I didn't spend all the money in yeah. the in the right places, but it's going to take you a while. So when you say I'm going to be an entrepreneur, you're saying I'm about to start this journey and recognize yes. that that is not the entirety of the journey saying that mm-hmm. I decided, you know, this job has ended, like my job came to a natural end. And so it yes. was just beautiful, but, mm-hmm. um, a beautiful transition, but know that I didn't, it wasn't like I walked out of there and came here and here's curated brilliance and all right. this. The journey is still in progress. It's just, mm-hmm. um, you have to continuously decide that yeah. this is what I'm going to do. Just like you got up a lot of times and you didn't want to go to work, work. And you're like, right. it's like that. Yes. It's not a magical land of unicorns. It's very fulfilling. It is, but it's also very challenging. Nobody's, you know, auto depositing money in our account weeks anymore. So it's like, right. This feels good. So I'm I'm just going to have to trust this process. Right. And, um, And stick with it and not come into it with the false kind of, fairy tale expectations like my business is is my prince charming or whatever and here's yeah. every happily ever after is it's yeah. not that it's not that at all not even close I mean I remember when I started because I started in 2018 and I remember thinking I'm done into 2017 this will be up and running March of 2018 not only was it not I mean it was fine but it was not a business in March of 2018 it wasn't it was definitely a journey and the journey does continue mm-hmm. probably throughout the time that you decide you want to be an entrepreneur. But that whole realization that it's a whole new world. You know, if you came out of corporate, this whole thing about if you're going to come out of corporate and go do a brick and mortar. Okay. Well, that's probably a little bit different. If you're really doing a, 
a product business, right? Um, although you still need to think about your suppliers, right? And your, your service providers, your product providers, you know, your supply chain, you got to think about all that stuff that you probably took for granted when you were working for someone else. But if you're in a service business, that's a whole different ball game. And so that idea of it's one thing to say you want it. It's another thing to want it because we can say a lot of stuff. But that day when nobody's waiting for you at an office and you're just relying on you to get up and go answer that email or put that system in place or figure out what you're going to say or how you're going to do it. The only person that you can count on to do that is you, mm-hmm. especially as a solopreneur, right? So, so thinking about that, kind of how you, you came into this business, you're really thinking about the journey, getting really clear what has been the biggest surprise for you as you've been building this business? And even as you've kind of shifted, you know, into curated business, how that's going to be working now? Um, the biggest surprise, um, you know, I think I might have two. So mm-hmm. surprise one is, you know, I, I don't get up and go to an office every day and I don't have direct deposit <laughs> and I'm, I'm still here. And it's like, because yes. that's the biggest thing. And it's like, see, my yeah. electricity is still on because I got my fan going and yes. I'm not hungry. And yeah. so that, that to me was a surprise. And that was also a huge lesson. And some people say getting out of the matrix or really just yes. like understanding how imprisoned and limited mm-hmm. our mindsets may have us. We're like playing- yes. And these itty bitty games where we have, I don't want to sound cliche, but there's greatness. There's this great gift. Yes. And that thing that keeps calling you is because there's a need for it. And there mm-hmm. are people's lives who can be improved if you show up and take your right yes. place. Um, yeah. So that was the biggest, that was a big surprise, like intellectually, like, mm-hmm. wait, you don't go to work and you don't do this, then you're going to die. Like, right. <laughs> like, but it's like, but okay, wait, but so we put so much faith in this job, in these jobs. Mm-hmm. And what, what happens when you given your 20 years and you, you're no longer, right. needed, you're going to have right. to separate from that position either by voluntarily or by force mm-hmm. at some point. And so mm-hmm. there has to be life beyond that. And yeah. it's like, will you, will you allow that? Will you accept right. the fact that there's, a, there's another way? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the second surprise is how dynamic business is. It's it's a living uh, thing. So it's not yes. like you sit down with your Word document, you get all your packages together. My ideal client is this person and woo, let's go. No, nobody yes. fights. So what's that iteration? So just the iterative mm-hmm. approach. Um, which also is a segue into other lessons to like embrace yes. team methodologies. Don't listen to one person and mm-hmm. buy all the things like test, refine, test, refine. So it's yeah. an experiment of sorts, even though you're in your purpose, it's like, but how do you yeah. show up? That's the science part of it. So you have to balance the science and the soul so you can show up and do what you're meant to do. Absolutely. And that is, I'm telling you what, that really speaks my language, that second surprise, because patience is absolutely not my superpower. It is not. And that whole, 
test, repeat, tweak, repeat. I, it makes me insane. Mm-hmm. You know? And especially because I fall into the same trap that so many people do. I put so much heart and so much work and I don't understand. And it just didn't work. And who am I counting on? And which experts are you relying on? And, and the key, I think, that I found, and maybe having come out of corporate too, maybe this was something that showed up for you. You have to be careful when you come out of corporate and go into this entrepreneur space, because there's a language of corporate. There's a language of working in corporate spaces, and there's a language in working in entrepreneurial spaces. And while some of the words may be the same, the understanding is completely different. And so you may be thinking you're rocking along and you've gotten people who are helping you with stuff and y'all are saying the same things and you think it's the same thing. And it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not, you know, prime example, when I first started doing, getting ready to do a course, they were like, well, you should be doing some, some ads. And I was like, okay. So I started doing some things on Facebook and nothing happened. I got all these trolls. I mean, it was awful. Well, I found out I was actually boosting posts, not creating ads. I didn't know the difference. I hadn't been paying attention, right? I didn't know what that was. And I finally, as I was talking to an expert, I was like, okay, I need you to assume I know nothing. That humility piece, right? I need you to assume I know nothing. Because if you're telling me something that I do understand already, I'll tell you and we'll move on. But I want you to start from Laurel is completely ignorant about all of this stuff. And I think when we come out of corporate, especially if you've been in there a while, especially if you've reached kind of senior roles, we assume that we get it. And that, though, what they say about assuming, right, that can put you in a really bad place. And so that idea of that surprise of, you know, it is, it is iterative. You've got to have some patience and understanding your worst case scenario. Yes. Understanding your worst case scenario. I know I'm not going to be homeless and I'm not going to be on the street. I will have a place to live. I will be able to eat. I know that. Worst case scenario, I sell everything and I move home, right? That won't be ideal and I'll be mortified. But <laughs> but that means I won't be on the street, right? So when you think about what your absolute worst case is, it kind of gives you some peace, right? To say, oh, okay, so I can take a little bit more risk, mm-hmm. a little bit more risk. Mm-hmm. What is, if you think about those surprises, I'm going to flip that question a little bit. What has been your biggest learning of this journey? The biggest learning is um, let's see. um, I'm trying to kind of synthesize these thoughts a little bit. Right. (laughs) I get it. Learning is um I would say um and this isn't a practical thing. I think this is more of like a spirit or soul thing. Right. I've learned to trust myself mm. more. Like to trust myself when it comes to my well-being because you know when you're corporate again there's that mindset whether or not we admit it it's like oh the companies are it's like they're, they got me they're taking care of me yes um, so so when that when you're not backed up by a company or an industry and mm-hmm. it's just you you've got to trust yourself and you've got to trust 
the decision that you made to show up in this way. I mean, unless yes. you lost your mind and you were like, you know what? I just went crazy for a moment. I, I'm just kidding. I, I right. Stop. But when you know, when you know that yeah. you don't know, um, then you really, mm, you gotta trust. Cause I, I, I mean, yeah. you know, quite transparent. As much as I know this is where I'm meant to be, mm-hmm. there have been many a night where I have stayed up on Indeed and yes. and applied for a million jobs. And hey. no one ever wants my brilliant self. So I'm like, <laughs> hold up. Like, right. You, so these receipts don't matter. Like, right. Like, and then you like humble yourself, like, okay, well, maybe I'm tripping. Let me just go in, you know, apply for some yeah. manager jobs, you know, whatever. Right. Like, <laughs> nope. And I'm like, oh, and so, <laughs> you, know, you get to the point where, and I know for me, it was, it was a very, um, very spiritual moment. And mm-hmm. I heard, I heard divine yes. intelligence, God, the universe, whatever you call it. Yes. Like Toby. And I'm like, hmm, stop looking for a, it was almost like that spanking. Stop. Yes. <laughs> stop yes. for a job. And yeah. I'm like, again, here, here I go back to my old way of showing up in the world. That doesn't right. make sense. Like, yes, you see this, like these bills come in every single month. And it's yes. like, what do you mean? So it's like, and then maybe humility is, would be the mm-hmm. lesson, not mm-hmm. thinking that that I know and what I know is right. And it's like, can I give some deference to that intuition, Mm -hmm. which I know is right? Yes. Yes. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Cause you know, the thing that I think people need to understand, and I think it's even happening more in corporate, if there's something good that came out of the pandemic, right. People really getting clearer on what they need. Right not letting someone else tell them what they need, but them getting really intrinsically, right? Internally clear on what they need and what their deal breakers are and what they're willing and not willing to tolerate. Because before we all got forced to be home, right? And had to do all these other things and companies had to really think about how and if they're bringing people back. We still, I think we're in that, while we may not have been in the era where you go, you get a job, you stay with that company for 30 years and you retire there. We had more movement than that. I think there was still kind of this tape that played that just be thankful you have a job, just be thankful you have a job because of the recession of 2007, right? And all of these things that happened. If there's anything that's come out of the pandemic that may be good is everybody going back to, no, 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 what do I need? What do I need? And and I am more than this job, right? I really am more than the job. I'm really good at my job. I may love my job. This is really what I wanna do, but I as a person, and more than this role or this title. And there's nothing like entrepreneurship or having to be at home all the time, right? And facing yourself all the time to make you address that head trash, that stuff that you didn't even know was there. Mm-hmm. That yeah. does wake you up in the middle of the night, right? Like, yes. are you kidding me? This <laughs> vicious and relentless. And again, you know, life is about choices. So I, I'm like, oh, I need to tune, turn that down and, and yes. crank up something else because I mean, yeah. I, I have, I have my orders just like anybody who is sensitive to hearing what they're meant to do. Those, mm-hmm. are, those are your marching orders. So you want yes. to hard? And I'm like, well, it is, it's already hard now. Right. <laughs> 
but it's like but no it's like okay so i need to to look at the apply a different mm-hmm. lens to yes. how looking at this and um and really just trusting trusting myself and yeah. trusting and trusting that i really am called like i didn't make that up right i did personally right. hear that thing tell me to show up in this way mm-hmm. um, so yeah yeah, that that's really good. I remember um, bef- right before the pandemic, some friends of mine and I um, went to um, the Oprah event that she was doing around the country. And so we went to the one in Dallas and Tracy Ellis Ross happened to be the, the guest um, there, the headline guest. And one of the things she talked about was, you know, she was this was right before her movie came out where she sang for the first time. And she said, you know, we tell ourselves all of this stuff. And what I've recognized is the ability and built the ability to say, okay, I hear you. Now I need you to be quiet. That's enough. Go sit down. Cause here's where I'm going. So it's, it's, it's not so much that you deny that. Cause sometimes there is protection and safety in having that knowledge. There may be something that you're not hearing, mm-hmm. but you need to be aware enough to listen to that and know when to tell that voice to be quiet. That's enough. You've had your space. You've been on stage. It's time for you to go backstage now. Um, because we're going to move forward with with the direction that we're moving in, and and it's it takes a lot of trust, right? Trust in yourself. It takes a lot of belief in where you're going. It takes humility. It takes a willingness to be a learner, right? And it takes this willingness to be malleable and be able to shift and be flexible and adaptable. Because I know what I thought I was going to be doing in this business in the very beginning. One of those things, I'm finally going to do something with it. But I, at one point, just completely shut it down. I'm like, I, why am I doing this? It absolutely does not give me joy. Yes, I'm good at it. It is, as you know, as the, the, the big leap says, it's in my zone of excellence. So I'm exceptional at doing that. But I hate it. So why am I doing this? Because I have a choice because it's my business. Right? right. <laughs> as Tabitha Brown said, it's my business. So. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of that whole thing that comes up when you're making decisions and especially for entrepreneurs, but I think it's really translating into corporate now because of the pandemic with people making these decisions about how they're going to show up. And I, I think it's beautiful. I think it's hard. It is hard work. That internal work is hard work, but there's so much on the other side of that, that is valuable and amazing and abundant that if we can just give ourselves permission to do the hard work, the joy's on the other side of that. Yes, yes. And that hard work gets us out of the prison that limiting yes. things keep us in. It's like, you yes. know that you're meant for more. So I like mm-hmm. to tell people, you know, like for me, when I had like that regret, when I, again, mm-hmm. I was leaving, um, you know, I like to tell people, you don't have to wait, you know, for the sirens right. coming. You don't have to be in the back of the ambulance, like, Right. And I just dot the fill in the blanks. It's like, no, you can make a choice. Is it easy? Yeah. No, but it's, no. it's, I like when people say it's simple, but it's not easy. It's as simple as, yes. So you know what? I'm going to be who I'm meant to. Yes. I'm going to trust that. And it, and it doesn't have to be in this irresponsible, I'm marching in that office tomorrow. Right. I quit. It's like, <laughs> Right. Um, you know, let's little exit strategy. Let's get clear. Yes. On business. What do you want to do? Where are the customers? Right. Relationships. All of that. But right. It's something. Something happens energetically when you decide. Yeah. Like even with me, I had to decide to believe that. Okay, I'm not going to end up homeless. 
There is no right under which I was smooth. And so that decision yes. to stop believing that lie, it like shit. Mm-hmm. So that's not even that can't show up as fear anymore because I right that. So it's just like we have to deal with the fears and we have to you know temper that with um, responsible, mm-hmm. not fear based, but responsible navigation of you know yeah. wh- where's the funding? Have I simplified my life to the point where I have the room and you know yeah. the, the the funds to be able to explore this and give it time to organically become what it needs to become. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I love that. As we start to kind of wrap up the conversation, what would be a few pieces of key guidance that you would give to people that are listening? Because we've got we've got folks that are early career, late career, retired, all over the globe, right? That are that are downloading. And thank you all that are downloading and listening to the Rutless Perspective podcast, um, making career decisions, um, loving what they're doing, some hating what they're doing, you know, kind of runs the gamut. What kind of guidance would you give people about kind of their their next step or even sitting in where they are right now to decide what to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I always lead with trust your intuition because mm-hmm. a lot of the times we go, you know, going through our brain, throwing everything mm-hmm. around, trying to find the answer and it's already sitting right there. You already know that thing that you have yeah. peace about, like, you're not supposed to be in finance. You know that. Yeah. You don't need me to tell you that. You right. That. So what is it that you are going yeah. to decide to do? And uh, I guess maybe the, hmm, if I could back it all the way up and say the first thing, if you're thinking about shifting or if mm-hmm. you know that you're out of alignment with that greater purpose or mm-hmm. if you have these beautiful gifts that you don't get to share because you're doing something else, the yeah. first thing I would suggest that you do is to work on your mindset. Yeah. I would suggest that if you can afford it, that you get a coach that you, yeah. or, or you go to therapy or whatever you need yes. to, to address those limiting beliefs because mm-hmm. your mindset, I mean, that quote, like you win or lose in your mind first and mind, yes. and feel, all of that is mm-hmm. true. You'll talk yourself, you'll think yourself out of succeeding before mm-hmm. the business goes belly up. You'll, it'll happen in here in your mind first. So I would just say, prepare your mind, have a growth mindset and yeah. be inclined to possibility. Be it, do you believe yeah. that we live in an abundant world or are you like, are you in a scarcity mindset where you're mm-hmm. like, I can't move because I'll lose if I move. Right. Um, and just dealing with that first and then trusting your gut. Mm-hmm. Um and then be making a practical plan that you feel yeah. good about. I love and that. I your love intuition that. again, because it's like, it's not yeah. like a one-time thing. It's going to continue right. to guide you. Stay tuned into it. Yes. It's iterative, man. I'm telling you, this is just year four and it looks very different. My business looks very different. I mean, I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing a radio show. I never would have thought of that. That was not in my vision when I decided to do this at all. Not even close, right? Mm-hmm. But as you said, you, you follow your intuition, you work on your mindset, you trust, you trust and you listen. You said that earlier, you listen to that divine download, yeah. right? And there were so many things that lined up that said, Laurel, you need to do this show. You said you want to be visible. You said all these and things start to line up. And if we pay attention, yes. we will get that guidance. Yes, absolutely. we will get that guidance. It's, it's, we just have to follow it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And don't hurt you because you're mad at them. Exactly. <laughs> what'd you say make a plan make a plan 
plan. It's just like, okay, this isn't working out for me. Okay, good. So like December, 2020, 2021, you're out. All right. Save all those paychecks, girl. Right. (laughs) Get ready. Do something like prepare yourself because this is rewarding. Like I don't care what I'm wearing now. I mean, I have my like on camera clothes, but it's like, right. I'm right. Like, I don't care. Just, just as long as I'm clothed. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, I'm not walking around trying to look like I've achieved a certain level of success. Like I'm, I'm winning simply by sitting in this space is meant for me. Yes. Oh, I love that. I'm winning by simply sitting in this space that's meant for me. I just, Toby, I knew this was going to be awesome. I just knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And there's so much that you have said to people, not only to, to, to kind of give them some guidance, but I think just the encouragement, just the encouragement that we all have it inside. If we'll just listen, Yes, we all have it inside. If we'll just listen and to listen to, to listen to our intuition and not just what other people are telling us, because we've got it. We've got it. If we'll listen, we've got it. If we'll listen. Yep. Oh. Instructions. Just like read, read the manual. Like listen. Yeah. <laughs> Audio manual. We don't even have to read. Just like, huh? What you said? Right. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I am so excited and so honored that you agreed to be on my show. This is just amazing. And I thank you for the time. I know there's so much going on, and we do, as you said, we have choices. And so I thank you for having the choice and, and taking the choice to be a guest on The Rutledge Perspective. And I am thrilled and we will have to do it again because it was amazing. And I'm already thinking of some stuff. I'm like, oh, we need to follow up on that question. So we'll just have to schedule the next one. Well, thank you for having me, friend. Absolutely. And um, and just so you guys know, uh, Toby and I reconnected again and the two pictures you see behind her, I've got those too. So see, kismet, connection. You just find those people and it just works. So. Thank you all for tuning in this week to The Rutledge Perspective. You'll see in the show notes a way to get in touch with Toby. Um, Definitely reach out to her. If you're looking at trying to get your story out there, getting your voice heard, really showing up in the way that is authentically you, she is the person you need to reach out to. So look at those show notes. You'll be able to get in touch with her. Thank you again, Toby. And we'll catch everybody next week. Take care. Bye. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please leave us a review, send us your comments, give us a five-star rating. We take that information seriously and it helps us to decide what our next episodes will be. Now you can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com. And you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. And if there's someone that you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutler's Perspective podcast, please pass it along.